I want you to turn with me to the book of Jeremiah. I'm going to show you all something here. I know you've never seen that you probably, she probably was already in Jeremiah. I already showed where to go. Jeremiah, the 10th chapter. I'm going to show you some things in here before we get into the depths of the word so that you can get some understanding on the error of our ways. Now, if I show it to you in the Bible, we won't have a problem with it, right? I can't hear you. I can say that again. <laughs> I say if I show it to you in the Bible, we won't have a problem with it. Amen. I'm going to say it one more time because I don't think they got that yet. I say if I show it to you in the Bible, we won't have no problem with it, will we? Amen. Okay, I'm getting, getting, I got some weight folks up in here. So you take three time getting woke up in here. Oh, uh, gotta wake them up. Otherwise, I win what we're doing is in vain, right? Right? right. Now you don't need to come in sleeping and, 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 and sleep during the time and then leave slept. <laughs> And the devil, as soon as you walk out of that bed, they'll bust you in your head. You be all right. What happened? What? You missed the call. Tell you fell asleep. Like Peter, Daniel, and John up on the hill with you. They fell asleep. Uh-huh. And then they woke up talking about let's put three money in. So you don't even know what's going on. You were asleep. But now you woke up on the tail end of how about Let's make three monuments. But you were asleep while the real action was going on. Read it, read it. Disciples were asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. It's all good. Look here. The title of this message is Truth versus False. Let's look at verse 3. Jeremiah 10, verse 3. Are we there? Look at what the word says. Jeremiah, I want everybody to get there because I want to teach y'all something. Verse 3. Jeremiah 10, chapter, verse 3. Say amen. Amen. Watch this. It says, For the customs, that's the tradition of the who? Of what? Vain. The tradition and the customs of the people are vain. Did you hear that? Alright, watch this. Watch God's word. See, God's got this thing cut. He says, For one cut a tree out of where? The forest. <laughs> the work of the hands of the workman with the axe. Where did they get the Christmas tree from? They go in there and they cut it, don't they? Now, watch what else they do. Cut it with an axe. Mm-hmm. Now, watch what else they do. Now remember now, the customs and the tradition of the people of mine, you got to remember that. For one cut the tree out of the forest, because it's tradition. The work of the hands of the workman with the axe. And what do they do in verse 4? They get it with what? Silver and with gold. Do they not do the Christmas tree like that? Come on now. Bush open. I'm going to give you a Christmas mess. I'm going to give you one called truth. Undeniably. See, what you need to know is down here in this word. He said, and they fashioned it with nails, with hammers, that it 
Move not. Ain't that what they do? They put that little cross thing on the bottom of it. Uh-huh. Sit it over in the corner where it don't move. Ain't that what Amen. Come on, Patty. <laughs> Customs of the people are bad. Truth versus false. They are upright, verse 5 says, as the palm tree, but they don't speak. They must needs be born because they cannot go. In other words, ain't no life in The customs of the people ain't no life in Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil, neither also is it in them to do good. In vain. It's worthless. For as much, verse 6 says, as there is none like unto thee, O Lord. Now we get to the real deal. Thou art great, and thy name is great in might. Now let's get down to the real deal. Verse 10. So we just got whooping about that cripple tree here. Now I ain't saying that you can't have any cripple tree in here. That ain't what I'm saying. I got to look at it too. But I know that that's all that is. But I've gone by churches and they got them thing and get the tree there, put it in them, outside of them, everything. You know what I'm saying? See, they done mixed in that old paganism. Yeah. The custom of the people of what? Ain't that what the word says? Who report you gonna believe? You gonna believe the word of the Lord, The customs of the people of life. Hey children. Hey, Tom. Hey, sweetie. Praise the Lord. So, here's the thing. We're coming out of the book of Jeremiah, the 10th chapter. Jeremiah, the 10th chapter. And we just went through this uh, verse 3 through 6. Dealing with Jeremiah, 10th chapter, verse 3 through 6. Dealing with the Christmas tree. And then we're going on now to verse 10. I'll run your copy tops so that you can catch up with us. Now, verse 10 says, But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God. Remember the customs of the people of money? They go, they cut the tree down, they get it with gold and silver. That's in verse uh, 3 and 4. They, 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 they get it out. But it don't have no life in it, it says, right? Yeah. It doesn't have any life in it, right? So, by it not having any life in it, God wants us to know the difference between the truth of the matter and the falseness of the matter. See, the truth of Christmas is that we celebrate Christ being born into this world. That's, that, that's, that's the truth of it. But, the greater truth than that is God never told us to celebrate Christ. He told us to worship Oh, you did not. You didn't get that. See, He never told us to celebrate. He told us to worship. The wise men came and worshipped Him. They didn't come and celebrate Him. They came there, fell down in the seat. And when they came, they came with gifts. 
And the greatest gift that you can give God is self. That's the absolute greatest gift that you can give. There's no greater gift than God. I'm serious with you. No greater gift. So, God wants us to understand the difference here. Because there is a difference. And the difference is in verse 10 that but the Lord he is the true God. He is the living God and everlasting King. At his wrath, the earth shall tremble and the nations shall not be able to abide his indignation. Hmm. Thus he shall say unto them, verse 11, The God that have not made the heavens and the earth, you know, the customs of the people of God. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't make the heaven and the earth. See, trying to talk to us. He said, The God that have not made the heaven and the earth, even they shall perish from the earth. Yeah. So, so they couldn't tree. After it's all you know, what do you do? Drive up, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Jeremiah 10th chapter, which did we get the Christmas tree from verse 3 through verse uh, 5. At verse 6, and then we went on, not only in verse 12. Now, uh, and, and, and not only in verse 11 at the end of it, he said, Even they shall perish from the earth and from under these heavens. Now we're getting ready. We're going to go our normal course here at HLD. We're going to go deep. So, y'all put y'all spiritual scuba diving here on vocabulary. So, get ready. So, here we go. All right. Because, see, you know why? You know, they always say, well, you got to feed and live. I don't believe that. No. I don't believe that. I believe that you feed them a milk. I believe that once you give a baby milk, it's a time that he has to come off of that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you got to keep feeding having milk 50 years. Or something ain't going to do right. Somewhere on the line, that died back to China. Somewhere on the line, we as Christians, the diet that we've been getting from the mainstream Christianity is going to have to change. Come on. Because the church is not a Christian. Because they, they're not getting fed correctly. Because the preachers aren't putting their time in to give a word. See, you've got to put time in. I put 30, 40 hours a week at one sermon. That's a job by itself. That ain't counting all the other stuff that I do when I'm sleeping at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. My phone rang and tell me I have to come here. I have to go down there. You understand what I'm saying? That ain't counting. That's just to get a word for you. And all you come in and the word is served to you. But you don't know what I go through. You don't know what these musicians go through. <laughs> you do not know the hard, how hard and difficult it is to be committed and to continue to be committed or to ban ministry. Yeah. yeah. Because they got to get up early Amen. and go around and find people all over the place. And most times people ain't on time, so they got to wait on them. And get after church, they got to go and take them back. Why everybody else is go home and go on their way. See, see, you don't understand what it is that it takes. See, you've got to give them yourself. Then I tell you, when you come to the Lord, you've got to come give him. Yeah. You don't come to God without a gift. You don't do that. 
know, you come in and see the king. Amen. Mm. You know, don't see the king unless you pray. Y'all don't see the movies. <laughs> you don't go see the king and don't bring gifts. Sheba, the queen of Sheba, knew that. She didn't come see King Solomon with just an open hand. No. She brought a caravan of goods and gold and everything. I mean, millions and millions of dollars in, in today's economy. Possibly billions in today's economy. When you go back down through there and you look at all the gold and the stuff that she brought. But the word of the Lord says in verse 12 that he, talking about God, had made the earth by his power. All right. Let's look at this. The word of God said that he has made the earth by his power. Now, Father, first of all, John 1 3 says that all things were made by him. I'm talking about Christ. And there was nothing made that was made except by him. Okay? So everything, according to the word of God, was made by God's power. So then he, speaking of Jesus Christ, in John 1, 3. Okay? Amen. All right. All things were made by Jesus Christ. Part one. That's word. Now, the word of God says that he had made the earth by his power. That word made means that he brought it into existence. So he brought the earth into existence with his power. Now, to prove to you that his power is Jesus Christ, which I've talked that to y'all many times before, go to 1 Corinthians 124, and you'll see that Jesus Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. Go ahead. Follow the word. Know what's in the Bible so you won't get tricked. That's why this is a teaching ministry. This is not a hype ministry. You don't get nothing out of it. You're not to be taught the Word of God. The Word of God needs to be taught to His people so that the people will know who they are in God and who God is in them. First Corinthians 124 declares the fact that Jesus Christ is the power and wisdom of God. Does it not? Y'all see it? Now, he made the world by him. So he made the world by Christ, right? Because first John 1 3 said, I'll pay my money by him, talking about Jesus Christ, right? And that was nothing made by him, but it was made by him. That's word. So, the word of God, let's go over here to Colossians 1 15. I'm going to take my time, and I'm just going to, just going to teach this word to you. So I want you to be helped by it. Uh, Close in 1, 15. Still talking about this power. Because this thing gets kind of deep up here, not kind of deep. It gets really deep. And I'm going to try to not go too far into it because I want to hold you as a little <coughs> So I know we're going to put the on. Because the Spirit of the Lord tell you to put the brakes on. Okay? We'll go. Last with my music. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? Hey. Close it. 
Hi, look here. It says, talking about Christ. Who is the image of the invisible God? Now, Christ is his power and his wisdom, right? Now, his power and his wisdom is the image of the invisible God. And it's the firstborn of every creature. You see that? So, Christ, God's power and God's wisdom is the firstborn of every creature, according to the Word of God. You read it there, Sister Matthew? The Word of God says here that word firstborn means the original building. Something had to be the original building. Okay? <coughs> Something had to start this thing off, right? Amen. It's called the original. So whatever came forth from God first was the original. That was to bring in everything else. That's why it says he's the firstborn of every, not some, every creature. Are y'all following? Amen. I'm going to take my time to get you to understand what we're talking about up here in spirit realm. That we ain't just talking about, oh, yeah, I got to get your mindset out of when you hear Jesus, you think about some man walking on the earth. You got to get out of that mindset and get with God. This thing is way out there, way up there. And as far as it is up there, it's as deep as it is in us. As far as we can go in this world, as deep as we can go inside of us. And that's what God's trying to get us to do, to discover who He is in us. It's all in us. He said the way of God is in the sanctuary. So you're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to stretch your death. Reach. If you want to have to walk the field, if you want to run the ride back to go through the way, you got to reach for it. Otherwise, you're going to get something called school. Tomorrow, that's good. Right? And too many of us have seven seven class fruit. And God don't want seven million fruit. God wants our fruit to be expected. Don't want no worm dead. Don't want no caterpillar dead. Don't want nothing. God wants our fruit to be, like I said, pass the test of an expected toilet. It ain't hangs until expected toilet says hanging some of those old people that that commercial. Says that he's the firstborn of every creature. But he also is the firstborn of many brethren in Romans 8 29. So not only is he the firstborn of every creature, he's also the firstborn of many brethren. He's the original one. He is. The Bible declares. He's the original one. That's why he said, I made you in my image and in my likeness. He's the original one. That we and we're the prototype. We gotta be transformed, not conformed, but transformed into that spiritual being. But man is enough for a human being that's in the flesh. But how do you know that God took something that was good himself and wrapped it in a thing that was bad called flesh so that the flesh, which was made out of the ground, could be a, could attack that seed called the other side. It's just like when you plant a seed in the ground. The ground attacks it. That's what breaks it open. 
So the trials and the tribulations that we're going through, that's to break us open and cause that seed to produce. Mm. Mm. We have to understand this thing. So the word of God says here that he's the original building. But not only is he the original building, he says that he's also the fabricator. Fabricate means the duplicator. But did God say, let us make man. Now before then, all God did was God said, God said, God said, right? But then, right there when he got the man, he said, now let us, hold up, let us, you mean there's some more of you? Wait, hold up, wait a minute. He said, let us, Baptist, mainstream believers, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. True. But it don't stop there when it came to let us. The word let us, where it means God, there means Elohim. Elohim in, in Hebrew means the seven spirits around the throne. Now, if you go over here to Isaiah, the 11th chapter, I think it's verse 2. And you'll see what these seven spirits are. That's the letters. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I said the 11th chapter. I was on the fifth hour of our yeah, verse 2, over there. Okay, let's look at these seven spirits. First spirit is, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That's one spirit. And the spirit of wisdom, that's two. And there is a spirit of understanding, that's three. And there is a spirit of counsel, that's four. And there is a spirit of might, that's five. And there's the spirit of, uh, of knowledge, that's six. And there's the spirit of the fear of the Lord, that's seven. Ain't seven there? Amen. Let us make man. Let us make man. Seven is the perfect number of God. He makes up with one spirit. There is no division in God. None. None whatsoever. Amen. Okay. Now, let's go and let's deal with this a little bit. We know that he is the original building because it says, you know, here in Colossians uh, uh, 1 verse 15, that he is, he is the image of the invisible God. He is the firstborn of the original building of every creature. He's also the fabricator. First John 3, verse 2 and 3. Look here. Now, I told you he was the original building, right? I told you that he was the fabricator, right? Then God said that let us make man and let us make man our image and our likeness. And what did he tell me? He said, look here, this is what I want you to do. I want you to be fruitful. I want you to multiply. And I want you to replenish the earth. The word replenish here means to do all. Anytime you redo something, you put that R-E on it, that means something got to be done over again. Replenish. Replenish the earth with what? With mankind that's made in the image and the likeness of me. It's a gift. Amen. It's a gift. Been there all the time. It just ain't been teaching it to you. You know why? Because they sell y'all short. They 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 they, they, they don't give 
what they supposed to have. So what they do, they say, well, we won't, they get in the corner and they say, well, we won't teach you that. We'll teach you this. We'll teach you this. Even though we know we're wrong, we still don't teach it because that's what everybody else teaches. But when you get in the Bible, you're going to find out a whole lot of stuff that you learn and work. If you're willing to look in the Bible and see it. If you will. See, now some people, they're bugging. Hey, well, I will talk. If, if the word, if you see it in the word, that should be enough to clarify that. If, if, if that ain't enough to clarify that, I can get you in God's name. Ain't bad in God's name. But see, God gave us a free will. And that's the free will what keeps him from being able to do some things for us that he liked to do for us. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus couldn't do some miracles in his own time. So I know what I'm saying. So the word of God goes on here and it talks about in First Corinthians, uh, I mean, uh, First John 3, verse 2 and 3. The word of God, we're talking about this original gift, made in the image and the likeness of God, his name. And then he fabricates. Watch that word there. He says that, beloved, we don't know what matter of love God has bestowed upon us. That's 1 through verse 3. First John 3, verse 1 through 3. We don't know what matter of love God has bestowed upon us. You know? But the word of God goes on and it speaks to us about something. He said that although we don't know what it is, we know that when he comes, we shall be like him. Right? Like him, right? And we shall do what? See him as he is. The original building, we're going to become just like the original building, right? When he comes. That's a big situation there. That's not a church move, that's a kingdom move. That's a shift in your mindset. You see, you got to change the way you think about this thing. So, God is saying, look here, when I come, in other words, when I lay myself into you, I'm on a mission. And the mission that I'm on is to translate you from where you are and what you think about yourself to where I am and what I think about you. And when I get you from thinking over here to thinking over here the way I think about you and the way and, and, and you receive what I got from you, then you are seeing me as I am. And you know me, when you see me as I am, you're going to be like me because you can't look upon me unless you're just like me and live. No man can look upon God and live. That's the word of God. So the only way we can see him and live is that we have to be just like him. That's why he said, I'm going to create, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And now I want you to be fruitful, I want you to multiply, and I want you to replace the earth in the same type individuals that I made you. Made in the image and in the likeness of man. In other words, I want some children that's just like me. Amen. Come on and warm up to be God's just like me. Come on, man. This is the word. No, you're not the you God. That's right. Ah, shit. That's what the word says. See, we play the church. 
And we don't understand that when God's walking around with dominion and power, we don't even know who it is we are. So what we do, we turn down with our head down all the time, being the tail but not the head. And I'm telling you, the tail always get down with us. Right or wrong? So, the Word of God tells us that when we sin, we're going to sin, and we're going to be just like Him. Okay. And we're going to see Him just as He is. First Corinthians 15, 38. Go to it. First Corinthians 15, 38. When you get there, please say amen. 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 The word of God said in the book, First Corinthians 15, 38. The word of God says that every seed has its own body. Right at the end of it, right? We've discussed this before. Now, God says that Jesus is the Invisible image of God. The express invisible image. We know that Jesus is the power and wisdom of God. We know that when God releases something, He plants a seed. Okay? We know that every time we release something, we plant a seed. Whether it's our mind, whether it's our heart, whether it's our feeling, whether it's our money, I don't care what we do. You see, that's why the word says every eye is thought. It's going to be brought into judgment because every time, every breath we take plants a seed. That's how tight it is. It's tight, but it's right. So you understand me that without Christ, we're nothing. Amen. Because even with Christ, if you're like me, you feel unworthy sometimes. Amen. If you're like me. And I figure you are, you bleed and hurt me, just like I do. So I figure you feel the same way. So I figure we can all be honest up in here because that's what we find ourselves on up in here. Just being honest. Because honesty is all we got. Ain't nothing nothing. That's right. It's all about this right. It's all about Jesus Christ. But I didn't mean that. It don't make no difference. What kind of car you got, what kind of suit you wear, what kind of money you got in your pocket, that stuff don't matter. Every seed has its own body. So what God do? God releases the firstborn. He releases a seed called his pot. In that seed, he's like any other seed. He said he's the firstborn of every creature, right? Yeah. So in that seed, just like everything else, in that seed is everything that the universe and more could ever mean. Right. In that power he released. In the tree, in the seed of an acorn, is everything that's needed for that tree to become an acorn. And she don't need to be that, but just put it right. See, all God needs to do to make some children is put us in the ground. Put himself, put himself in the ground. He plants seed, he calls himself his power in us. In us. And he said, now watch, now watch it work. <laughs> watch it work. Come on again. I'm 60, 70, 80 years and watch it work. Watch it work. So, by the time we get 
where we're getting in life, and we're about ready to get up out of here by the end, God already knows who He wants and who He doesn't want. See, y'all might not know there is a number, a certain number, and then time good. That's right. Amen. Yeah. There's a certain number, you time good. Time good. Roll call. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And you get tough sometimes, don't you? Yes, sir. Like you And you get tired. You know? I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes you get tired of fighting. And then God got a way of regenerating us and causing us to get a little stronger again. And now we, we fit the battle again. Yeah. Yeah. What we do is by the brotherhood and the sisterhood. That's why it takes to say, not the sinner, you said, it's going to be called TV Josh. See, everybody in here has been hurting. Ain't nobody here ain't been hurting. You can take it all you want to when I'm like everybody ain't been alright, but everybody ain't been alright. But everybody is alright. If we in Jesus. Amen. But we can't play with ourselves. That's right. Hey, if you're hurting, it's alright. You know, if the home hurting, I'll be kidding you. Without you, Will. So what you want me to do about it? Yeah. But if I'm hurting, I should be able to, you should be able to comfort me, and you hurt, I should be able to comfort you. And that's how it works. That's how it works. That's how it works. Every seed. So he releases this seed, right? And when he releases this thing, what happens is he's got everybody to create the universe and all the heavens in it. Because it's power. Everything. So God just went to work through his power. So he speaks it, bang! His power does it. Whatever he speaks, it happens. That's what we do. Whatever we speak, it happens. We don't know a lot of times. That's all we need to watch. And one thing I learned more than anything else in my life is keep my mouth off of it. I ain't saying nothing. Are you talking to me about that fellow out there? That bishop out there? What this going through some stuff. I ain't even caught up in that. Amen. I ain't got nothing to say that's God's man. And whatever God do with it, that's God did. Amen. But me, I got my own problem. I ain't trying to get no money. Now, I'm sorry. I pray for them what I'm supposed to do. For the wrath of God come on me being stupid. Because we can't see it. We're made in the image and the likeness of God. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. And when God said it, something happened. When we say it, something happens. We can either speak death or life. The Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. You've got to be careful. You've definitely got to be careful. You've definitely got to be careful. I thank God for kept the people. For verse 19 says in Colossians 1.19, For it pleased the Father that in him should all, not some, but all the fullness dwell. You see it? Colossians 1.19. Got Amen. So, if the fullness of the Father dwelt within his power, when he released that seed, everything that was in the Father, who was the originator, who was the architect, that power was on the floor. When he speaks, 
it sends out that wave of command to do whatever it is that it coordinated it to do. That's where God is trying to get us. To be able to speak the word and bring it and make it happen. That's where God is trying to get us. But we don't understand where God is trying to get us because you see, we ain't been uh, uh, trained enough in that area of And the reason why we ain't been trained enough in that area of it is the two things leadership and our own commitment to God. It ain't just leadership fault, but it's your fault too. Because the Bible said that you're the one that's supposed to study and make yourself approved. As a workman unto God that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly divided the word of two, second Timothy, two fifteen. See, see, it's the responsibility is on the individual. You see, I'm responsible for giving it to you. You're responsible for what you do with it. Amen. That's see, see, I'm I'm not leaving, but I, I can't add no increase. Mm-hmm. All I can do is play the water. That's all. God had an increase. Go ahead, Jeremiah. Say amen to you. Yeah, Jeremiah 10. Uh, still in the uh, 12th verse. So I'm going to cover some ground. Everybody there? Amen. Alright, look at this word. And I pray some of y'all ain't used to preaching, preaching 10 minutes. Not here? No. Train three hours and preach 10 minutes. That's good. You need a word. Gotta have a word. The Bible says in verse 12, for well, he made the earth by his power. He dealt with it exclusively and extensively. Now, let's deal with his wisdom. Remember I said it's the power of the wisdom? So he made the world. He brought the world and the earth into existence, right? Now, he has established the world by his wisdom. You see? Another problem we were working in that world part. So, he brings into existence a thing called the earth, right? Okay, now you got to put a world together to live on the earth, okay? He did that by his wisdom, all right? Okay? Amen. You got it? Yeah. All right. His power just brought forth the earth. Now, what you going to do with it? So his wisdom brought forth the world. The world represents the place that we live in, the life that we live in, the way it's set up. Okay? All right. Don't get it. Earth mixed up with world. No, earth is the home of the world. Okay? That we live in, alright? You got it? Okay. Now, he did one more thing too. He stretched out the heavens with his what? Discretion. Now, he made earth, he made the world for us to live in. Now, he had to stretch forth the heavens to make it right. Because if he took the sun and made it any closer, he would burn us up. That's where discretion comes in. He stretched forth the Bible said the heavens. You see here, he stretched forth 
to heaven. And he knew because he's the architect. He knew just how close and how far the sun had to be. Or he could burn it up. Come on. He knew how far the moon had to be to keep it from freezing or to keep the, the floods from the power waves to be ahead of thousands and thousands of feet high. You ever understand what I'm saying? Discretion. That's good. Discretion. That's good. Are you on time? Yeah, I'm on time. But you don't think? You don't think? How about you? I want you to learn. 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 If I have to spend time in, you're going to spend time in too. <laughs> I'm not going to be on this work. It's going to be a demand put on you. Because once you see it in the Bible, then you're responsible. Amen. And that's why we go by what the Bible says. Right. So that you can't get out of your responsibility. And say, Pastor said, Pastor ain't said nothing. <laughs> 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 Pastor ain't said nothing. Pastor is just a man like everybody else. You got demons trying to fight just like everybody else. We all don't forget. We know your sister. God is a big hunter. I've been telling that from day one. That's why I keep getting mercy from God. Because God knows I didn't try to do like Satan and take his spot. <laughs> I knew, I knew that I was just a man. And told the people that's all I want. Because I didn't want God, I didn't go to him. He tried to take my spot. That's what Satan did. You understand what I'm saying? No, that God, you man. <laughs> You think? I can't have rest on me. Call it strung out. Discretion. That word discretion means reasoning and telling. He's able to reason this thing out. Then in verse 13, it talks about when he uttered his voice. That means when he spoke. See, I told you, did I tell you that when he speaks, something happened? Other means to speak something, right? Make a sound. Everything made by sound. Everything. If you don't mean it, then this is your heartbeat. Your heartbeat makes a sound. Your pulse makes a sound. Your breathing makes a sound. Everything we do makes a sound. Everything is made on vibration. Because it doesn't happen to God's folk. And when God speaks, He sends out vibration, right? When He sends something, vibrations go out, right? And your team ain't my team. He says, when he uttered his voice, 
there was a multitude of water in heaven. Heaven represents the spirit realm. See, everything came out of the spirit realm first. Y'all know God was created, right? Y'all know we're also co-created with him, right? Yes, what happens when a man and a woman get together? They create, right? That's right. How do they create? By water, right? You know that water that means? Sin. That water is really that means See, when God spoke, we said, oh, we talk about it on the spiritual level, see. So what happened was God took the spiritual level and brought it into the physical level so that we could produce a manifestation in the earth through the same sentence. That's why every sin is outside the body except the sin of one day. Have you ever heard that? How do you think that? Because everything is a sexual note of God. That's why he's so adamant about these years of our sexual power. That's why. That's why he's ordained marriage, and that's where he, he's going to change that. That's not going to change. He'll give us time to get corrected. Yeah. But he's looking at some point in time, okay, something he's going to run upon the truth in me now. He's going to make a joke. He's going to make a decision. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. I'm just talking about that. Somewhere, you're going to run upon the enemy sooner or later. And then God is going to ask you through the Holy Spirit, not what you're going to do. So God challenged you. He challenged me to run. He said, you know, you know, what you want to do better, you know, you know. And I like that kind of challenge. You know what, because when you put that challenge on me, it humbled me. Because I couldn't, I couldn't me. Because he was big, way bigger than me. And I'm scared of that. So I'm going to hold my little crazy self down. And I'm going by my business, I'm a little boy. Because that's all I am to him anyway. He was a little kid. Bust your head. Yeah. And I don't want my head busted today. <laughs> and I know that he will bust it, contrary to what Joel Osteen did. He will bust your head. <laughs> so get right. You know, that's all we can do, because he will challenge it. He'll challenge it. So this book says that when he uttered his voice, he brought forth a multitude. In what a Lord meaning that he brought forth a multitude of creation. Because when he released that spiritual semen, he brought forth a creation. Now watch what he does. He says, and he brought it forth in heaven and right? Because in the beginning God created heaven and earth. And he caused the vapor, mm, the vapors with an egg, to ascend from the ends of the earth. You know that's where vapor means? King and priest. So God spoke. We say, let us make man, and let us make him in our image and in our likeness. When he uttered his voice, he brought forth this multitude of waters. Remember? And it brought forth vapors from the ends of the earth, meaning that it brought forth kings and priests. Because he's the king of kings and the high priest, and he brought forth king and priests. Go to Revelation 1 6, and you see what God has made us. Go there. No, you don't need to do a king. Go to the book. Let the book tell you the book you You might not want to believe me that you're a king and a priest. You might just want to believe what the devil tells you. 
that there's nothing that you ain't going nowhere in life. You know how the devil talks to us, don't we? Oh, y'all can say that. Y'all can say that. Oh, y'all can say that. They were acting like that. Look, take the cover off. Take the cover off, because God can't give us that way. He can't give us that now, what does Revelation 1 6 say, sister? The revelation of Jesus Christ. No, 1 6. Uh, and have made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion. He made us kings and priests, did he not? Amen. That word vapors, when he spoke that word, let us make man. He brought forth kings and priests. He made us through Jesus Christ to be kings and to be priests. Now, if every man's decision and every woman's decision and every child's decision, whether or not they accept what God has made them to be. So you, he put the ball in your corner when you just read it. He, he checkmated you. Because now, you got to make a decision. Who you going to believe? Whose report, Isaiah 53, said, Who report have you believed? Hmm? You going to believe God? Yeah. Or you going to believe what somebody else tell you or what the devil tell you or what you tell yourself? But either way, the devil said. So some people are talked out of there. Hey, sweetie. Some people are talked out of there. Can I get some people talk about a mission in life. Some people talk about a mission in life because they let somebody else talk about it. They let somebody else talk about it. She's playing hard to get, but I get it for sure. <laughs> I know I get it. If nothing else, if all else fails, I go in my back pocket and I got it. <laughs> Most women have that. Just have the tenacity to go in. 
And anytime you have tenacity to go and get anything, if you keep going there, you're bound Something's going to happen. That's right. doesn't mean that you're all smart and everything. So we need to start checking closer at what people are saying before we jump on that bandwagon. Because I'm telling you, just because people got money does not make them smart. The Bible says this about this Jewish man. Every man, not some, every. it says every man is brutish in his knowledge. That means he's a Neanderthal cave man. Without the knowledge of God, he's a cave man. Did you hear Without the knowledge of God, our knowledge will cause us to kill ourselves. <laughs> we'll either drink ourselves to death, sex ourselves to death, drug ourselves to death, drive the car too fast and kill ourselves. We'll do something. <laughs> Without the knowledge of God, we'll let them know that we will commit suicide. Without Jesus. Says every man is brutish in his knowledge. Every founder is confounded by the great lineage. Meaning that every founder of something is confounded by that thing that he created. That I taught. That many didn't know. Money ain't worth two cents. Instead of him going and getting, when, when, when he could have had that thing in remission, no, he's going to do it his way and stay on the job. And guess what happened? That thing got him. He had a chance to get it right, but he was too caught up on his for your life. Every problem is confounded by the great for his molded image is far good. And there is no breath in there. You can't even see him going down the road now. He's probably stuck all in the head. He's running all up in the back. He's sitting about four or five racks on the road in the ground. He's protecting going on I-5. Do you not know that that's insanity? I'm praying that ain't nobody in here that crazy. Do you know that that's not insanity? You will get killed out there on I-85. And in the time of their visitation, they shall perish. In other words, it ain't fair. And this is my last scripture, I'm close. And we're right on time. The portion of Jacob is God. The portion of Jacob is not like them. For he is the former of all things. And Israel, that's us, is the rod of his inheritance. The Lord of hope is his name. Now, where is it? Don't, now, let me, let me straighten y'all out right now about who Israel is. Because I'm sick of people trying to tell us that Israel is over yonder somewhere. No. The word of God said in the book of Romans, the 11th chapter, that we have been 
to this thing called Israel. Now we are all Israel because there are no separation in heaven. There is no Jew and there is no Gentile in heaven. There is no Jewish church and there is no Christian church. Jesus Christ died for everybody. And the Bible tells us in the book of Galatians, the third chapter, there is no more Greek, there is no more Jew, there is no more Bible, there is no more free, there is none of that. If you are in Christ, we're all one. And we are heir to the promise and seal Abraham. But that's what you're doing. What you put down and count. I'm going to show you who the real God is. He's a heathen. But he became the father of the nation. Of the multitude of nations. And through Abraham, it says, all families of the earth, not some, but all, shall be blessed. That's God's word. So you need and Jesus Christ has sent us forth as a rock of iron. We read it and we talked about it in the book of Revelation the other day. He sent us as a rock of iron. It says right there in that scripture that I just read. He sent us forth as a rock in it. When we became into Christ, we became grafted in to it. Yeah. Now we're in the world. That's right. For all one. Wrong one. I'm the chosen one. I don't know who you are. I'm the chosen one. Now who are you? You still don't know who you are. You still don't know who you are. You still think that they're the chosen one. No, I'm the chosen one according to the word. Now who are you? Amen. Say it right there with me then. Amen. 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 Hey, kids, stop dating people out of y'all. We're all Jews, people. That's right, right. If you go to the book of Romans, the second chapter, verse 28 and 29, it tells you right there. A Jew is not a Jew because of what he looks like on the outside. But a Jew is, that's right. A Jew is a Jew because of what's on the inside of it. Circumcision is not circumcision of the faith, but of the heart. In the spirit. That's what a Jew is. You got two fathers. That went in. See, this is how true God is. You got two people that went in to the promised land of the original people that left Egypt. Who were they? Joshua and Caleb. Joshua represents the Jews. Caleb represents the Gentiles. Caleb, the word means dog. Caleb's daddy was a Canaanite. His daddy was not a Jewish person. His daddy was a heathen, a Canaanite. God was trying to show us back then that not only was the Jew going to get in, but the Gentile too. That's why Joshua and Caleb were the only ones of the original one that left out of Egypt and got into the promise. He knew it all right back Caleb was not a Jew, he hung out with him. Amen. We wouldn't, but we hung out with him, so we got to ask him like this. That's right. Say that. 
same thing. So now, we like Caleb, we got the same benefit. We got man, we got power, we got men, we got all that. And God don't look at one and say, that's a Jew, and that's a Gentile. Oh no, we're children of Jesus. And he's the first one of many brothers. And the thing about it, the Bible declares that when we get to heaven, that Jesus Christ, in the book of Psalms, will stand in the midst of the congregation, because he's going to be a preacher, y'all know that. He's going to <laughs> so you're going to sing praise in the midst of the congregation. The big ball. The real bishop. Don't make all those human bishops down here look real human. Mm-hmm. When the big boss gets on the scene. When we see him as he is. Because we should be just like him. When we come, we'll see him just Remember who you are. Remember who you are. Remember what you are on this Christmas day. This Christmas day is more about, it's more than about somebody giving you a present. This Christmas day is about you giving God his gift back. His gift thus. Give yourself a chance. Let's all give ourselves a chance this morning. Let's, let's go into this new year the right way. Amen. Just don't just 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 don't go and after a week is gone, we go back and we forget how good God meant us to get us through another year of insanity. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you one more time, 2024 is gonna be devastating. Now I got a man that's gonna preach next week. That's the right, we got a prophetic word. Y'all need to be New Year month. The ones that ain't here today is Christmas, I understand that. They're, they're, they're all, they're all flock up in here. But to be, you know, like a young man. But, he's got a prophetic word. He will dream that he has. Y'all do well, I want you. Do well to pay attention to what this man is going to speak. Because God showed him something. And he's one of the pastors of this house. And when God showed him, then I reason to bring that word to the flock. You see. Because none of us pastors and ministers will be here or intimidated. See, we here as a pastor and minister get God's job done. We here to serve God, God's people. We got a job to do. Amen. And we don't have time for those stupid egos. I'm too old for these other dollars, I can't get out You see, see, I teach you on one level, but I got other folks that teach you on another level. That's why your whole body gets treated. You understand what I'm saying? Because everybody got to be where I am. So somebody else got to come in and hear. And that's why we got all these other pastors up in here who the minister. So they hear. Get them places. They need to be here. Because one man can't do it all. One woman can't do it all. And I'm sure not stupid enough to even try to do it all. I ain't crazy. I need all the help I can get. I need to be. Love. Need to be connected. Love. Need my, my pastor. Need my pastor. Need all of y'all. Need my minister. Need all of y'all. Need my praise team. I need my family. You know, you make it more than You understand what I'm saying? I need to thank. That's why I had everybody mix up. 